Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Do you love time machines, musicals, and jokes? Of course you do. That's why Story Pirates creator Danny Teeger made a brand new podcast called Musical Time Machine. Who says you can't have a dance party while learning about diverse trailblazers? From Abraham Lincoln and Harriet Tubman to George Washington Carver and Thomas Edison. Search for Musical Time Machine on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to join the fun. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This hairy tale, Story Club members, may have you running for the hills. It's one I call Ape Canyon. Believe it or not, devoted listeners, camping is one of my favorite pastimes. It's something I've always liked doing with my parents as a kid. Now that I'm older, I appreciate the peace and quiet of the outdoors, the sparkly blanket of stars at night that aren't hindered by city lights, and, of course, the snacks. Making s'mores and hot dogs over an open fire is the best. Everything tastes so much better when you're out in the woods. Don't ask me why. So, I convinced my best friend, Willow Yates, to go camping with me. If you've been listening, Willow and I had a scary encounter at Cannon Beach with Bandage Man. Willow said she never wanted to go on another vacation with me ever again after that. But I convinced her to give me another chance with just a simple, nice, week-long summer stay in perfectly safe Washington State. The spot I had in mind was Ape Canyon. What I didn't tell Willow is that Washington State's Ape Canyon got its name from an event that happened back in 1924. Whoops. Anyway, back in 1924, a group of miners led by Fred Beck stayed in a cabin in the area. One night, their cabin was pummeled by rocks by creatures they described as ape men and mountain devils. The siege lasted all night. In the morning, the miners escaped and drove down the mountain to a ranger station. Later, when large footprints were found around the miners' cabin, confirming their story, it became a newspaper sensation. Hunters and the curious wandered out to the area in hopes of seeing one of these hairy creatures. The place was named Ape Canyon after that. So you can see why I didn't tell my friend Willow any of this, right? Why would I? I'd have ended up camping alone, and what fun is that? When we got to Ape Canyon, I, of course, started searching for any signs of these Sasquatch creatures, like large footprints on the forest floor, or even tufts of hair caught in brambles. But nothing turned up. Probably a good thing, though, because Willow would have flipped out and taken off down the mountain without me. On the third night, though, it happened. We'd spent the day hiking. It was a long and hot walk, and we were tired. As we were heading back to our tent at our campsite, we decided to take a dip in the mountain stream. The water was bone-chillingly cold, so we didn't wade in the gurgling waters long, but the soothing stream sure beat the heat. As I took the purple and black bandana I brought with me, soaked it in the stream, and wrapped it around my neck to cool me down, 
I had the feeling of being watched. At first, I thought it might be Willow, but she was busy pouring cups of water over her head. No, the watcher was from somewhere across the stream in the brush. I peered over in that direction, but I couldn't see anything. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up. Knowing the history of the area, maybe I was just scaring myself? Cooled down by the river, we returned to camp hungry. We'd brought plenty of food supplies, which we had to keep sealed up tight in coolers in the trunk of the car. We didn't want our food to attract unwanted guests like bears. The sun had dropped behind a mountain, and so the afternoon fell into evening pretty fast. We lit a campfire and prepared dinner. Willow and I sat on these boulders, which we'd used as chairs while roasting our sizzling hot dogs. These gigantic rocks, the size of a stool, had to weigh a few hundred pounds each. I wasn't sure, but it seemed like they had moved from their previous spot. But maybe I was just tired. When it was time to make s'mores for dessert, I went into the tent to fetch all the supplies. Chocolate bars, marshmallows, and graham crackers. We'd been snacking on them earlier as we got back and made the fire. Now it was time to put all those ingredients together to make the best camping treats ever. Willow screamed, and then I heard footfalls running off. What's going on? A moment later, I heard a deep, low breathing. My first thought was that a black or brown bear had wandered into the campground smelling our cooked hot dogs. A long, hairy arm, like that of a gorilla, reached into the tent. It grabbed up all the s'mores supplies with a strong, hairy hand. I was too petrified to move or even breathe. A moment later, crunching sounds emanated from outside the tent. One of those ape canyon creatures was eating all of our s'mores supplies. A few minutes later, it was quiet outside the tent. I pulled out a flashlight and checked around outside. Candy wrappers and plastic bags littered our camping area. Willow was hiding inside the car, ducked down in the seat and hugging herself, petrified in fear. She would have driven away, but I happened to have the keys in my jacket. I was curious to go investigate, but Willow demanded that we break down camp and get out of there. After a quick rush of putting out the fire, picking up our trash, and breaking down the tent, we were gone. We stayed at a nice hotel in town. In her fear, Willow had tried to take some pictures of the lumbering hairy figure she saw, but they were all blurry, and you couldn't really make out anything. So much for our Ape Canyon adventure. It'll probably come as no surprise that after our coastal calamity in Oregon and our camping mishap in Washington, Willow has decided never to go on another vacation with me again. Until I can convince her, that is. <laughs> Did you know there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course, there's the R.L. Stein Story Club, and you're a member. There's also Bobby Wonder, a 10-year-old alien from the planet Florp who's trying to protect the Earthlings of Pflugerville from local villainous Mighty Mila and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? 
Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.